on today's episode of Open Box Policy. We're back. Uh, it's been a few weeks, uh, and Devin got emotional. Devin oh, had an emotional. Yeah. Say what? I said you I did. did. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Emotions. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just weird. He was like, Bleh. he just said something. Anyway, this is a typical. <laughs> this is a typical intro for Open Box Policy. He got emotional about nine eleven. Uh, he didn't experience it the way that Jamie and I did, and we talk about that a little bit uh, about how how it actually is affecting him almost more now. Because he was a baby. He was a baby. Yeah, I was a little little child. We do a classic open box policy transition and immediately start talking about Paris Hilton <laughs> and her documentary <laughs> and how uh, her whole life was fake. Is a lie. It was all a lie. And I had no idea. More and, and we lies. talk about some unfortunate stuff that she apparently had to deal with that make her whole persona a little bit more understandable how someone would want to potentially escape and have a new persona it's actually really sad that leads us down a path of all these people that have these fake personas and who who put on fake voices and fake accents all these celebrities that do all this weird stuff uh we enjoyed it we were prepared for it we hope you enjoy it we want you to listen and uh we appreciate gets tired and then i get tired yeah just like immediately Yeah. yeah End episode. Anyway, be done. I was I was super out of touch with this episode because once Did Paris no started talking in her little doll voice, I was just like, I'm over it, and I was like 10 years old. Um, so I haven't paid attention to her in years, but I found out some new information that I'm going to have to go research myself. But uh, you can find this on our socials. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at OBP underscore pod. Actually, no. It's just OB pod. OBP pod. I forgot I changed it. We're so professional, we fuck up our own socials. And if you right, want sh- exactly. Just search open box policy, goddammit. And if you want, shoot us an email um, about maybe other celebrities, maybe fake, or if you need a um, social media job. Yes. We talk about email. it in the episode. Yeah, yes. So hey, if you can manage our socials better than we're doing right now, which probably wouldn't be that hard. Not hard at just all. Just hit us up. Um, hit email us, up. us at obppodcast at gmail.com. new lamp in the back the yellow one yeah it's nice or is it too distracting yeah i keep staring at it not your face just kidding damn it no it's good <laughs> okay cool need some artwork on that wall also you're still in the closet right <laughs> yeah yeah that's <laughs> technically that's one of the funniest things i've heard in a long <laughs> time I'm like but the light makes your don't i mean tell like Anna yet. i guess i didn't realize how big that closet was until you put a light back there there's like a little corner. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's I, pretty I actually long. have like yeah. closet envy. I don't have a single closet in my house that you can basically step into. Which is weird for your house. It is weird. Especially your closet in your room. It's very weird. Yeah. How I small can, it okay. is. I thought you were going to take a different route. I thought you were going to no. be like, it's crazy that you have that closet envy. No, it's cra- it's crazy how small his closet is. Yeah, it's obnoxiously small. I remember one of the first times I take him over here, and he was showing me around. Maybe it was second or third. It was a while. It wasn't like the first time. Um, but and he, he sh- showed you the closet. No, I well, I always oh, ask, I always like to see stuff. Yeah, you like show people like like yeah. here's my room, here's yeah, the closet. Yeah, and I looked you know. in, and I was just like, <laughs> this closet is fucking small. Yeah, for a four bedroom house, house. two stories. Yeah. You had a really fucking small closet. It's kind of crazy that I live in a four bedroom house and. It's just oh shit! I didn't think about that. It's just me. Yeah. Well, if yeah. Glenn ever dies, then I guess we know where we're moving. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, if we sell your house and get all that money, oh fuck, hell, fuck. Like I could have my own room. We wouldn't have to share a room. Fuck yeah, that'd be awesome. Have to get yeah. weird. I could just live up here. Fuck it. Yeah. Hey, if that happens, I'll move there. Fuck it. And we yeah. just oh, like be podcast for life. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like that. Like a weird. Like a like this weird relationship where we like it's like a like I have like a business out of the house and like right next door there's like two children you know what I mean like I sleep downstairs yeah. Jamie sleeps over here you or reckon, vice versa like reckon, I'll sleep upstairs I'll give you the bedroom. oh really oh, yeah that'd be great I'll thank give you, you the so much I get the bath master uh, you reckon we could get like a reality show off of it I bet we could hundred percent I was about yeah. to say we could probably make some tort some some tort some sort of uh, like millennial um, reality show of that just like oh yeah we decided to all move in with each other and yeah. just live life. Yeah. Jamie's husband died, and so like she had nowhere to go, but she had a bunch of money. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Jamie murdered place. her. 
I mean, her husband died. Yeah. Her husband's best friend, you know. <laughs> rather, than buy, rather than buying her own space, she just said moving. Oh, and Devin came back from Atlanta. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Some random guy and his girlfriend. Speaking. Very, we, very codependent. We could get, that is codependent. Uh, like super codependent. Uh, so, I mean, we can, the we can actually jump feet first into our topic it's so rare that we actually have like a well it's not fucking rare but i mean like a prepared wait wait a prepared before we before we go feet first Uh into it can i tell you we're not going feet first in yeah Yeah. can i tell you my emotional moment of this week oh you had an emotional moment is it hold on i did is this gonna be like a real one i don't think i'm drunk enough yeah it's it's a real one yeah i like when you said that jamie immediately grabbed her drink and started pouring more of it (laughs) i'm just right i'm not drunk enough like here we fucking go again (laughs) (laughs) listen guys i'm way more emotional than both of you so i enjoy any emotional stories because i don't feel so alone well years ago he when josh was on the podcast Devin was traveling he was still traveling to atlanta to see anna and anna is his girlfriend for people that potentially are are just now listening and he told us a story they were watching stranger things and he just like was laying in her lap and he just started crying was it like this was it like wait you weren't even alive back then weren't you were you like when the show takes place I was going to say, was it the nostalgia? No, no it wasn't. Because I could see that. Um, yeah. No, it wasn't. That's it wasn't even weird. a sad moment in the show. It was just, you had an emotional it was moment. Just, I, I don't know. It just came over me. And it was kind of like, like you didn't this leave. time that I'm about to tell you. Yes. Okay. Okay. Like I didn't right. believe. Well, no, no, no. Like you, yeah, you were like, you didn't want to leave her. Like you knew you had like a very limited amount of time with her. And there was some poignant moment in the show about like time being limited and you're laying in your lady's lap, and the next thing you know, you're overwhelmed with emotion, and then you come on a podcast, and you tell these two uh, fat uh, douchebags about say? it. I was so scared that you were going to say that you didn't share those things, because Josh was an asshole about uh, it. Um, we totally No, probably He probably like made fun of me, and then Adam felt pressure to and, do yeah. something. To do the same thing, well. exactly, yeah. Like yeah. Well, Devin, I'm, I'm here now. Tell tell me your emotion. Yeah, I want to hear this you story. You will not be judged. All right. Um, so this one will hit home for, for pretty much everyone who is alive during this. So, um, you know, everyone knows... Uh, we're recording on Friday the 18th. Mm-hmm. Last Friday was September the 11th. Yes. Yeah. Right. So I actually watched this video on Monday of this week, whatever date that was. And it was a video that my friend posted on uh, Facebook. And it was literally just the major news outlets before, during, and after the attacks on the Twin Towers, right? Yeah. And then Trade Center 7 and stuff. So I'm watching this. It's like a 28-minute video. I make it probably about five and a half minutes in. Uh, it starts out all the major news outlets from you know the East Coast, New York. I think they showed D.C. Um, they showed like one other city or something like that. <laughs> and um, all of the news outlets were like, "Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful day here. You know, yeah. it, everything's going okay." bright sunny we've had no delays blah 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 you know it's just the perfect day right and then it it was like you know breaking news and it starts going into like the first plane hitting the tower and then at that point it like this is literally just the news coverage of it from different media outlets and like i start getting i feel chills in my legs i have chills right now with you talking about again because i also watch a bunch of videos that day and i got very sad about everything yeah, so I'm watching it, and I start getting chills in my legs, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't even really feel anything yet, right? And I continue to watch it, and then the second plane hits, and all the news outlets were like, oh, and, and another one hits, and you know, this is just horrible, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, the chills just travel up my fucking body, and, come out and your it eyes. gets to my neck and stuff, and then, like, I start feeling something in my stomach, and Aww. then it starts traveling up. And then it gets in my throat, and then I just fucking start, like, tearing up and everything. And then Anna's sitting beside me on the couch. I'm fucking five minutes into this video <laughs> of just news outlets covering the September 11th attacks. Yeah. Like, no kind of, like, personal video or anything. It's literally just the news outlets. And I'm fucking tearing up. And I had to pause it. And Anna was like, are you okay? <laughs> and I was just like, I'm really confused right now. And I'm fucking crying. Yeah. Like, how is this? How is this happening? Now, granted, I was only, 
I think I was like seven or I eight. I was just going to ask how old you were. Perspective. Mm-hmm. I was just yeah, going to so ask. Yeah, so I that. don't really remember when it first happened, and I've seen videos. I was like a junior of, in college. Yeah, the planes hitting. Yeah, I w- I've seen videos of the planes hitting. You know, I've seen like different stuff. But you weren't but old I enough, think like, I've... to remember. Like, I'm old enough. Adam is also because he's fucking way older than me. Yeah. Um, so, I, like, where I was and everything. But you weren't. So you probably only ever seen all the coverage of it. As, correct. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever sat down and really watched it from beginning to to end terrible i've always been dropped in the middle of it yeah and then like hey these are the facts this is what happened and i'm like okay yeah yeah it's you know it's history and stuff it fucked me up so bad that i won't watch it yeah yeah so just watching the news outlets from the beginning of it to fuck i didn't even make it barely the second plane hit the tower right yeah uh that's where i made it five and a half minutes in and it was a 28 minute video yeah and i was like fuck i dude i was so overcome with emotion so it was weird to me being like formidable i'm sorry go ahead uh, i was just saying it was weird to me because i didn't know where it was coming from yeah and i was confused yeah so continue it's like you're having um it's like you're dealing with it as an adult now rather than as a child or you know what i right. mean like i think that's what it was yeah it's like as, yeah, and i would, and i actually got so to young. sit down and experience it yeah from the start as an adult which obviously right. is way more impactful when you're a grown adult and seeing it from start to finish where you're right probably when you were little all you've seen is little clips or little bits or like news things about it every yeah. year things like that but and probably you know it's pictures bad. yeah and to sit yeah and to sit down from the beginning and see how the whole thing unfolded as an adult, as if you're watching it, is probably a whole different experience than... Yeah. yeah. I won't. Yeah. I can't. I I sat in front of my TV, and I watched the second plane hit, and I watched the whole thing go down all afternoon, and cried, and was really upset and stuff. And like so now, I don't even know how many years away we are. You know, we're uh, 19 years. Mm-hmm. Since 19. It's That's insane. Right. How, yeah. You know, it's just saying that it's been 19 years. But when it comes on TV now, it makes me so sick to my stomach. Uh, and because it, it, it's at its at a very base level somewhere down inside me, it actually gave me like some trauma and some PTSD to like watch all that stuff. I mean, I'm not saying anything like I'm not one of those, yeah. you know, fucking uh, what do you call them? Like a tragedy horse that it's like, oh, my God, I'm like, yeah. I'm so fucked up. Yeah. I hate tragedy horse. Me I work too. with a tragedy whore. He makes me sick. I fucking hate him because every time that someone dies or passes away, right. this guy goes and puts I'm, like this. All of a sudden, we're best friends, and I spend so much time with them. And I like, yep. yeah, I know, I know and people it, like that too, and it drives me fucking it's like, nuts. Fuck you, you dickhead. Yeah. So <laughs> I hate that shit. Matter, matter of fact, this tragedy horror. I'm, I'm going to get right back on track, but this tragedy horror went online. This guy that I know died, and he, I actually was close to this guy, and it fucked me up. I had to call. Uh, two different people that were very close to him and I had to tell them that their friend was dead. Yeah. And it was one of the most fucked up things I've ever had to do in my entire life. It destroyed me to hear someone find out that their friend this was is dead. The, this is a thing that happened recently. It happened I'm, a couple years I'm ago. I'm pretty... Oh, okay. Yeah. But it, recent enough where, I mean, yeah. it's still like new memory to you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this is... No, this is not the okay. most recent one. Okay. Uh, so... This guy goes on Facebook and he says all this bullshit on Facebook about like how he was his brother and he loved him so much and all this bullshit. And I, I flipped out, picked my phone up, and I wrote out this scathing, scathing retort to him, telling him he's a tragedy whore and to go fuck himself. And I stopped. And in the middle of me deleting that, a a friend of mine that I've known for the same amount of time did did that exact thing <laughs> yeah. and posted it publicly on Facebook like you tragedy whore cocksucking yeah. motherfucker don't you fucking ever you know all this crazy shit it was awesome but so it gave me PTSD like I can't really watch it anymore but I mean it's for someone like him it's like he's never experienced or he's starting to experience it like we did and I remember like one of the first things I thought uh crazy enough was like I almost want to join the military now. Like I almost want to join up just so I can fight for my country and so I can like go and try to like end this shit in this terrorism and my boyfriend in high school joined when he was seventeen after it happened. No joke. Yeah. So it actually led yeah. him to do that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, he um he even got one of the special medals because basically he joined I don't know what it's called, but basically in a time of 
I don't know what it's called. He joined a time of in a terror. Time yeah, of some, it, there's some there's something for it to be like you joined when some I don't know if it was I don't really know. But he Yeah. he was younger than me and he his mom signed him in to join the military. Wow. Yeah. I think for me I was so I was homesick that day. It was when I was a junior in high school, and it was when I think I was having a lot of my health problems in high school, and I was homesick. My mom was at school at my school; she was a teacher, and my dad was at work in downtown Indianapolis, and he worked in the tallest high rise in downtown Indianapolis. And oh, yeah. he called me. I was already awake, and he was like, "Turn on the news." And I turned on the news, and it was just the first plane, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I think the thing that really always sticks with me when i see these different videos is when the first plane hits almost everybody assumed it was an, an accident. accident and then oh, yeah. the, the 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 screams of horror that you hear when the second one hits and everybody realizes that it's a fucking like attack yep. and the panic is up. even more upsetting and i think that's what got me in the video yeah, because it, it, just like you said when it first started they were like oh my god like yeah. it's a clear day there are no clouds they, you can see the towers bright as day my There's dad like, how did this plane crash my dad was home by 10 a.m because they evacuated all the tall high rises in downtown Indianapolis. And I think, I mean, a, a lot of the surrounding cities, once the second plane hit, thinking it was like an attack. Yeah. And so he was home. But yeah, that's the one thing that always sticks with me is when you watch the video and you see people looking at the first tower and being like, oh my God, this is awful. And then they see the second plane hit and it's like, oh shit. There's um the one video, which I have seen, and it's, it's as the first plane hits. And it's from the perspective, I believe, of a fireman or somebody with, yes, have you, you've seen Fair, have you, what's the, what is it, no, it's not Fahrenheit 9-11. There was a documentary that was being filmed on the um, New York Fire Department for like a month, and they were filming on the day of 9-11. So this whole documentary then got turned into footage of 9-11. It's amazing. It's done by these two brothers. Can't remember their names. It's so fucking good and they just it's because they're they're filming but they're filming at two different fire departments in new york so they spend the whole day not knowing if their other brother is alive during all of this wow but one of the first i I don't know if the video is from that i would assume so but it is a new york fireman probably four blocks away and he's talking to some people on the street and they hear this loud airplane noise and you see them all kind of look up this is before the first plane hit you see them all kind of look up because it's so loud and the camera kind of is looking around and then at the very last second follows where the plane is going and gets the very first hit, plane and hit. Was, yeah, yeah i've seen that video it made it literally made me nauseous yeah but if you imagine standing on a new york street yeah and hearing a fu- goddamn 747 overhead well, and everyone yeah. being like what the fuck well and, then and in the video you can the- see the firemen in full gear they were just down there not doing anything huge and you yep. can see the fireman be like what the fuck is that and he keeps talking and then he turns to watch it and it happens but yeah that's a I fucked gotta, up video. i gotta find that i gotta find that uh, documentary because it is i've seen a lot of them on it but it's it came out not that long after everything happened maybe like two years after and it again they just happened that the camera crews were with the new york fire department doing a documentary on them and they were happened to be filming on 9-11 and they covered all of it it was they were with them going down there it's very and then at the very end you see the two brothers unite not knowing if the other brother was alive or not so wow. it was really i saw good. something i think it was posted on facebook and it was um people's basically accounts of that day and why they were not in the tower <gasps> i've seen and it was, that it was so fucking real man like yeah. because it was like why. oh oh um, small little cindy yes yeah, cindy was picking up donuts and coffee for the office uh you know my Jared, daughter threw up um, that morning and i had to turn around and go home like that exactly. kind of weird Jared's shit. alarm didn't go off so he didn't wake up in time just like my god all the dude, reasons why these people that's aren't just dead. like a normal thing yeah and then it turns out you know, you weren't a part of the 3,000 plus that died that day because of that little thing. Yeah. So. Fuck, man. The um, the names of the directors are Jules and Gideon Nudet. N-A-U-D-E-T. Um, it just says the name of it's a 9-11 documentary, but if you Google them, it talks about how they just hap- they were resi- they just had happened to be filming. Um, I'll have to find the name of it sometime. I think it's just 9-11, it looks like. They're like, it's just 9-11. Um, it's amazing to see people's footage from that day just living normal everyday life and this was you know way before people had cameras in their fucking pockets you know yeah but there were so many people just filming 
in that area when it happened. And then there, you know, the videos come up and it's just like a guy trying to get himself in focus with this fucking camcorder. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see the plane hit in the background. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Can you imagine? No. No. I mean, no. All right. Fucking Enough about that morbid Heroin. topic. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. No, sorry. I just wanted to All tell right, you about I'm my done, emotional guys. I know. Gonna go we're going to have to like. That, <laughs> it's that, we're Friday gonna have to, night. I'm going to go. I'm, dra- I'm just going to walk past I've my husband and kids when I go home and be like, leave me alone. I'm going nah, to bed don't now. Don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> then we're going to have to cut it right there and be like, that's a mini episode. Like the most morbid episode we've ever done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys. No, it's all right. Now we're going to talk about Paris Hilton. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great transition. Yeah. yeah. I, well, the we, we have the best transitions. So yeah. Jamie Jamie approached me a few nights ago and said she was actually embarrassed about a topic. When she brought the topic up, I thought to myself, "My god, no, it, that's that's fantastic because it stirred it stirred a bunch of emotion in me and it made me think about all these other instances that this very this very specific kind of thing has happened." So uh Basically, Paris Hilton has a new documentary. It's on Netflix. Have you seen it? No. So maybe but I I've should seen be saying this part. I've seen snippets. But maybe I've seen it. Should I maybe be doing this part? That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. I'm just kind of introducing <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. So Paris Hilton has this documentary called "This Is Paris" on YouTube. Now I will Is say, it on YouTube or Netflix? It's on YouTube. Oh, I thought it was Netflix. Nope, it's YouTube. Oh, so that's why you cut me off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, immediately seen it? started Have telling the story it? wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I will I will say that I've never been a fan of hers ever. Me either. I've never nothing about her. I mean drives like, me fucking crazy. It it it's never been a thing. I also I mean it I didn't really dislike her, but I just found her obnoxious. I didn't get it. She was like the Kardashians. Yes. And I don't and I don't I don't like yeah. the Kardashians either. So Speaking maybe that's of, just something yeah. in me that doesn't like people like that. Do you know that Kim Kardashian got basically started to get on TV and was on camera all the time because she was rearranging and like um, Again, this is in the documentary. Oh, it is? Yeah. I didn't know any of that stuff. <laughs> it blew my fucking mind. Yeah. She was like she was like um Paris Hilton's like personal assistant. assistant. Yeah, but like before Paris was super famous. So Paris did this documentary and it's basically talks about how the person that she was back then, like the simple life and the sex tape and all of that is not who she is. And I will say it's very good. She is insanely intelligent. Yeah. Very intelligent. That voice that she does in all the shows all fake. is all fake. Her parents this is her parents raised her as to be like that. Like her nickname was Star. You see home videos and all they call her a star. They wanted her to be a star. And she was a tomboy. And like there I mean, like the the it, the documentary is done really well because as you watch it, you start to really dislike her parents. So you can tell that her parents were not behind this documentary at all. Like yeah. you really start to be like Wow, you guys really were kind of fucked up parents. Like, great, you had money, but like, you you basically kind of turned a blind eye, and when things got tough, you were like, nah, fuck it, let's just, you know. They exploited her. This is yes. so yes. in contrast with what I remember about Paris Hilton. Exactly. Because I was like, the, the thought, the thing of you saying, like, Paris Hilton, she speaks intelligently and she doesn't do her voice. Just fucking baffles me because I can't me even too. imagine it. Have so you I, heard it though? So have you I, gone and listened? I've not. It's, so it's I, completely fucking different yes, voice. So I have heard snippets in the past about how that's not a real voice. And I was kind of like, okay, whatever. She's trying to like shake off this image she had. But she basically tells her whole life story in this. And it is insane. She is very intelligent and she knows what she's doing. And she talks about all these things that her parents kind of pushed her to do. And then, you know, that sex tape came out and how disappointed they were in her. It was just like, it's really heartbreaking. You can tell she's somebody who like really was the first born and they expected her to fucking be a star. And if, since she couldn't be a star because of the sex tape, they said that she needed to be a star some other way. Basically she was pushed into this. Um, and the, the thing that was so weird to me is that, you know, she had created this whole persona that she kept up all the time, all the time. She had a brand that she had to keep up all the time with the voice and the look and the clothes and like the stupidity. And she was like, I had to play stupid. 
She literally played stupid. Yeah. Like this incredibly stupid. Why did she have to play stupid is my first Well, question. first and foremost, because it was worth fucking yes. millions and millions of dollars. It was it was this whole like dumb blonde mentality. She was young and dumb and partied and all of that. And like they, they forced her into beauty pageants and they there was a lot of things that she didn't want to do. And they have other family members corroborating this rather than the parents, you know, because the parents have their own view. But, you yeah. know, at one point, she was just going out too much. Just going out too much. So they sent her off to, like, a reform school, which, like, not... Jesus not, Christ. But, yeah, well, they, here's they, where the story gets They called up. it a boarding school. What it was, she went to seven different ones because she kept running away. And two of them, she ran into the wilderness for, like, three days she needed. But it's those, it's those schools where they take you in the middle of the night with two big dudes, and they put you on a plane, and they bring you to wherever it is the one that she went to was in utah the, the big one but she went to a bunch of other ones and she just kept escaping and running away from them i didn't know that part they just like sweep sweep you up in the middle yes. of the night. why it's like a cult it's it's supposed to be like kind of like a sneak attack like if if she was to know she was gonna go <laughs> then she would have probably tried to fight it or run away this happened to a girl I went to high school with almost the exact same thing so yeah that's so they so crazy. they come in the middle of the night that's kidnapping yeah so she said that she thought she was being kidnapped until they were dragging her in the hallway and she saw her parents there kind of crying and not looking at her and she was like well fuck they know what's happening but why were they doing that was she like a little bastard insolent child no or? she just would go out and wouldn't really follow the rules but she wasn't ah. she wasn't doing anything so it's that kind of camp where it's like we think that our kids like about to go down the wrong path, so we're gonna like. But kinda... yeah, but I think that most people would wait for more extreme things to happen before yeah, yeah, they yeah, did yeah, that, yeah. rather okay. than oh, just absolutely. like. I think that Hilton's had money to do it, so they were like, just send her away. You know, she's 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 on. You know, she's getting too much pa- bad publicity for us, so let's send her away. So, how she... old was she when this started happening? Roughly. Oh God, I don't know. I th- well, she went to seven different ones. I think it started. I mean, it was after, well, no, it was before her sex tape. So, like, I think from, like, 13 to 17, she went to them. Jesus Christ. Okay. How old was she when the sex tape released? It was after that. She was, well, the sex tape came out when she was. 20? No, she was a teenager. 19? Eight, what? 18 or 19. Yeah, she references. She was like, that's the thing that people always don't think about is that, like, this guy that releases was, like, my first love. I wanted to make him happy. And I was just a teenager when the sex tape came out. When it was filmed. Yeah. So, anyway, so, she, I mean, she talks about the abuse she had there. And it's really, I mean, they put you in solitary confinement if you don't listen. And they take your clothes from you. I mean, it's very rough. And I actually went to high school with a girl who's- Was it, like, sexual abuse or just- Some sexual. Fuck. A lot of physical- um, a lot of emotional, again, like put her in solitary if they like wouldn't take their meds. She was just getting shoved like all these different meds like Prozac and Ativan and all this stuff. And she ended up collecting them and not taking them. And one of the guards found a paper towel with all her meds in it and they put her in solitary for like a couple days. And they took her clothes from her and her bed from her. Like it was really fucking bad. And during the or during the inter- during the documentary, the interviewer says to the mom, did Paris ever tell you about the solita- solitary confinement? And her mom's like, no. And she was bullshit. She, and uh, yeah. And Paris is kind of like, it's not like they would have believed me anyway, like at all. They don't believe, you know, they sent me off there. But it was so her awful. parents were a part of this documentary, but not in creating so her, it. Exactly. So her it. mom was. You don't see her dad, but the mom speaks for her and him. But yes, I mean, you see little bits of her. You know, her mom gets interviewed, and so does her sister. Her sister backs her up a lot about stuff that's happened. Um, her mom is really happy to talk to the cameras, and still, it tar- still, it starts to get into stuff. And there's a lot of just fake emotion, like I can't believe that that happened, and she didn't tell me. And you're just like, shut the fuck up. It seems you're fake, full yeah. of shit. But no, I mean it's, and you know, I probably would have been like, uh, about it. But I, I was saying, I, I called and told Adam is that I went to high school with a girl who's been, t- she was taken to one of these places, I think in Wyoming. And she's been talking about it for at least five years. She has so much trauma from it. She was sexually abused, physically abused. She has never got her life back on track. She has PTSD. She has anxiety. I mean, it has fucked her life up real bad. But she's been posting awareness about it for at least the last four years. And now this documentary came out and she was like, oh, my God, maybe more people will actually listen to this now that, like, fucking Paris Hilton's talking about it. But 
it's sad. And then so Paris Hilton reconnects this... with some of the people from the school she was at, and they all have had fucked up lives. And they all kind of are banding together to try to bring awareness. And they did. Yeah. I mean, it's ugh. it's it's a great documentary. I'm not trying to be funny or anything, but is this religious based? Is it like a Catholic no, thing uh-uh. or is it just a. No, it's just like a behavioral really? thing. Yeah. And a lot of, if you Google Scare these, a lot straight. of these, a lot of these r- schools have been shut down over the last five to ten years. Like the one my, this the one this girl I went to high school with has been shut down due to. Um, accusations of sexual abuse and Physical lots of other things. It's not existent anymore. Um, it's just an empty building now. She actually went back last year and walked through the empty building to try to like get through her fucking shit. But yeah, it's awful. It's a great documentary. It's um. Yeah, I want to see YouTube. it. It's all, yeah, it's on YouTube. I mean, it's really good. I mean, Glenn fucking hates that shit. And I was watching it in bed, and he was trying to go to sleep, and he I just kept looking at him, and he was like. Kind of still looking at the TV. Yeah. And so, he, right. And he well, hates, this is pretty interesting. Yeah, he was like, oh. And I was like, are you want? He was like, oh, I'm going to bed. And I'm like, you want me to go in the other room? He's like, no, you have to go in the other room. And I'm like, because you're fucking. So can you imagine the amount of, um, I get, I don't want to say hate, but just dislike towards the Kardashian family as a whole? What if they come out with a documentary in 20 years saying like, hey, this is all just like an act. That's not who we really are. I'm sure they – it's always an act. That's that's what – it always is an act. I, I don't, to an extent. To I don't, an extent. To an extent. But I don't think – like I, I think it's funny because the one Kardashian sister that coincidentally I like the best, which is uh, Courtney, Courtney, is the one oh, yeah, She just has, stepped away from it because she wanted to spend more time with her kids and she was like, I don't want to do this filming anymore. And she's got very little plastic surgery. Yep. Very, I mean, you know, they all probably have a little bit, whatever. But uh, well, they, a the bit? other three have shit loads. <laughs> Chloe doesn't even bit? look like the same well, fucking person oh, anymore. Oh, dude, that's fucking crazy. Well, Kendall, Kendall has not. I mean, Kendall has got none. A, and she, she's she's a model, like yeah, yeah. yeah. But really uh, you don't fuck that up. Yeah, and Kendall's like relatively normal, and then Courtney's relatively normal. But I mean, they're of course they're all fucking fake. So. When Jamie told me about this, I went on and I watched clips of Paris Hilton, and I was like, I just typed in like Paris Hilton real voice, and it, it's actually, it's actually crazy how mm-hmm. much different she sounds. She doesn't. It's not like a oh, guy. No, like, that, she that has weird, a low. She has yeah, a, that's high. No, she has a low. She has voice. a low voice. She speaks very intelligently. intelligently. She doesn't say things like it's hot. Yeah. or anything like that. She is. I mean, I saw her twice slip into that voice during the documentary and it was when she was talking to her boyfriend trying to be cute but like other than that she talked to everybody in her normal voice and i think that she's kind of gotten away from that now because even when she was doing interviews because she's a dj now she's been doing interviews she's doing her normal voice now but she's still everybody still thinks she has this like stupid what, what do you mean like a like a like a radio personality no like she, that, I mean, she she makes you millions d- you know of, like dick she's about worth like 500 million dollars dude I, I'm telling you, she's I, like the a lack of interest that I have. She, she goes to shows and like and gets, spins and, gets paid and does a shit. shit ton to spin. Oh, that kind yeah. of DJ. That's what I was cl- clarifying. Yeah, like yeah. Paul Oaken. She all, go to nightclubs. Yeah, no, and she goes DJ all or? over the world and sells out venues and music festivals. Like she does her own mixing. No fucking clue. Yeah, she does like her no own. Fucking everything. Everybody thought it was a joke, but then she like legit got into it. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. So yeah. that's the amount of lack of interest i guess you would say that's okay that though I had for paris hilton you know what i'm saying i think because she put on that well when i was younger the simple life was a popular show and i watched it and it was funny right and looking back now it was funny but it was fucking mean like they were mean to a lot of people it was almost like, like bullying aspect bullying like they would go to fucking people who were less fortunate than them and, and live with them for them. a couple days and make fun of their lives you know and it, that was her and uh nicole richie yeah, yeah. um and again, Nicole Richie's also extremely intelligent. You look at her now, you would never even know it's the same person. Um, but it, the documentary is That's very insane. good. Even if you, I mean, I never liked her and I only watched it because I was bored and out of curiosity. I saw people posting about it and raving about it. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I had like well, some time and I was like, all right, I'm going to start it. And I got sucked in and I really, I had to finish it. It was very intriguing and it was, it was sad. It made me really sad. And Glenn even. Is this like an hour long thing? It's an or hour like and a episodes? half. No, it's one. It's okay, just so one. Okay, so it's like a full-length documentary. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, even Glenn, when he first started watching it, like when he was in the other room, he was like, oh, poor her with all her money and being sad. And then like not too long into it, he was like, 
well, that's fucked up. Fuck. And yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, she's really, she's a really sad person. Her life is really sad. And she just didn't see him happy through the whole thing. But then her mom the whole time is like, this is in Paris. It's just like, shut the fuck up. You guys are, you guys created this yeah. or helped create this. Well, it made me start thinking a lot about all of the other people that have gone that I, that are, you know, that are well known that do or that have had like this very fake, this very manufactured public persona. One of them is the woman that started Theranos. There was an entire documentary about Theranos. Um, uh, Theranos was a company that was going to revolutionize like the way that we draw blood. They were going to draw just a drop of blood. They were going to put it in a machine, and that machine was going to like show you if you had any any diseases. If it was going to show you if like, you, you could like test for HIV. It, it basically it, seemed not real but she was so intriguing and so convincing and such a unique person or or character that people bought in and invested they were like hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars so her name was elizabeth holmes every interview with her the first time that i ever heard an interview with her it made me uncomfortable because she she talks like this and she's like (laughs) my name it's almost like trump like my name is oh my god but she also makes a face like she's trying to make that noise do what i mean she's you know that it was all fake well yeah i know that now but like you and me talking our faces are normal because it's our normal voice but if like i was like uh, it looks like i'm trying to do a lower voice she looked yeah. like she was faking it so during the documentary i as soon as the documentary started i was like that's not her normal voice it's so good and it so you go a little bit longer and it actually makes you uncomfortable because she's trying to sound very deep and manly she dresses exactly like steve jobs she wears a Same black clothes. shirt and a black either dress or pants every day and all this weird dress the part and everybody said she idolized steve jobs so on and so forth so then I finally am like, this is not, it's impossible. I go and look online really quickly. It's verifiable. It's not her real voice. Everyone around her says you get like a couple glasses of wine in her and she starts speaking like with a normal female. Because she forgets how she's supposed to talk. Yeah. And so they were yeah. like, it's all fake. Her entire life is fake. Her entire company was fake. Everything was fake. Is her trial over yet? Uh, I don't know. I know that she's still worth a ton of money. Uh, so was it like fraud kind of deal? Yes, or? yes it was all fake. The the, the damp- whole concept was fake. She was basically this big con artist, and because of her looks and her charisma and her whatever else, she got all these people to buy into this idea that was never even proven to anybody. Like no, there was no scientist, a legit scientist, being like, "Oh yeah, th- this works." Like it was. Yeah. Then the documentary. Is she hot? She was very pretty, I thought. I mean, I don't she's, think she's so. She's attractive? I don't think so, but oh. I guess I'm, I don't know. She's She has these really big, beautiful eyes, she, and she wore this really red lipstick, so she has a very striking- stri- I, Yes, I would say striking. She has a very striking look. I mean, I would, I would as, a ma- as a man, I would be like, I, there were times when she was very attractive, but she also looked like a girl that was trying to make herself look attractive. Like, yeah, so that's that's such a contrast that she was able to trick people into that. But also, like, I yeah. get it, you know, like trick a bunch of men into it because you're attractive and you're intelligent and stuff like that. Well, but if she's doing that and then talking like with a deep voice and dressing like Steve Jobs, I just I don't think see she wanted how you to. Can be I think that was it. her idea of coming across as powerful. Yes, it was. Yeah, it and was she, like she did. She wear the white New Balances like Steve Jobs did. No, no but she know. she got the she got the the notice of all like even Oprah and all these incredibly powerful women. Yeah, were like we need more women CEOs. So then they buy into it, yeah. and once like the, all the powerful women buy into it, dude, this this chick was writing checks. Everywhere she went, I mean, she, she, they, yeah. people were just throwing money at her because she was another powerful CEO. The problem is, is that it was all fake. And the whole thing. So I mean, that yeah. made me start thinking about other people that have like this incredibly like fake persona. Someone brought up, maybe it was Devin or someone brought up Britney Spears. Oh yeah, how Devin. yeah, dude, like all yeah, that creepy so my... baby voice bullshit. But like, you know what's weird? Yeah, you know what's and weird like the about nasally singing about But you know what's so weird like about that? Britney Spears is Britney Spears has gotten worse as time has gone on. Yes, I think she hasn't I think dropped it's, it. It's probably because she's so fucked up. I, yeah, yeah, it's it's obviously a mental health and whatever's going on in her life, which like you know we have all that free Britney stuff. But her her voice and her look has gotten 
more has gotten worse as time has gone on rather than like doing it young and then growing up and realizing like oh my god it was a character it's like she's turning now it's probably because of her conservatorship she's probably yeah you know so she's gotten so I've, i've never heard of this i've never heard of this until one of my friends brought up she's she's a real big reddit conspiracy so take this with a grain of salt but i mean if you think about it, with everything that's going on, you know, and uh, like me just hearing about Paris Hilton and then whoever the fuck that other person that Adam brought up, like, this could be real too. Yeah. And she was saying somebody trained, essentially trained Britney Spears to have that sort of voice because it was different enough to be big. Yeah. You know? Actually, let me let me see if I can get her to join our little zoom call fun. to see if she can like kind of tell I'm us about pee before she um, gets on. the thing yeah let me see if i, I can just join much her about the britney free britney movement it's upsetting i'm depressed that i know this much about it she was telling me all these fucking things about britney spears and how she was kind of um what do you call it yes. groomed into to doing this all right i'm doing all this on my phone so bear with me here um participants invite Send message. This is not good podcasting go. right now. It is good podcasting. No, it is. We're trying to get we're trying to get a good guest on. Her name's Katie. Like I said, she's on Reddit all the fucking time. You know how Reddit conspiracies can be. I, I have one, to stay away from Reddit because if I tell anyone that I'm into Reddit, then they immediately <laughs> latch onto me like a goddamn snake, and they're like, <laughs> you "Bro, did you did you see this thread? Did you see that thing?" I'm like, "No, I didn't. Chill the fuck out." You're into Reddit, bro? Dude, I, no. Reddit is I just the recently got into of Reddit. the internet. Uh, bro, Reddit's awesome. If I need to know any truthful thing about Reddit, um, I fucking... She says she can't right now. That's fine. Anyway, tell, if I need... tell the story. We don't, if we want to add someone, we'll do it at, before the podcast and then not make it so obnoxious when we try to add them. Well, that's the thing. I don't know the story about Rennie Spears. Well, but she it, has all the facts. But, but I mean, you, you know the, enough that, like... Britney was groomed and trained that people made her talk that way. People made her be like a certain way because they people made her sing that way. Yes. And I've always like everybody's like Britney or Christina Aguilera. Right. Who's the better singer? Christina Aguilera. Obviously, th- Christina. Yeah, a thousand percent. Well, the people have pointed out like Britney at a young age could sing like that. She was just trained and groomed yes. out of that into like this little nasally baby voice yes. that she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and in order, I mean, her first major video was her wearing a fucking Catholic schoolgirl outfit, you know, saying "Baby, hit me one more time." You know what I mean? Like it had all of the, it had this like undertone of sex and of like you know that 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 like rough sex, like hit me baby yeah. one more time you know all this crazy and she's wearing a fucking catholic school outfit i remember the first time right. i ever saw it i was in a mall i was in an electronic store and it threw it up on the fucking screen and i stopped in my truck. how tracks. old were you fuck if i know i don't know i was young and the first i was just like <laughs> oh my god who is this chick this is so hot catholic school girl like i still remember the first time i saw it i'll never forget it because it was because yeah. it was revolutionary as far as i was concerned but then you look at someone like so you've got Brittany. You got, you know, fucking Paris Hilton. You've got the Theranos girl, uh, Elizabeth Holmes. Uh, someone brought up uh, Madonna. So Madonna always had like a very specific singing voice. And then over the years, she started to change her singing voice and sing differently. Bro, she changes genre every decade. And then she moved to England and then just one day started speaking with a fucking English accent. And everyone started making fun of her and ragging her. We're talking about Madonna. And how, like, like oh, my God, Lindsay fucking Lohan did the same shit. (laughs) Fucking psychos, dude. She went off the rails, bro. uh, Lindsay Lohan. Amanda Bynes? Amanda fucking Bynes. Well, she didn't talk in a new accent, but she's just a fucking psycho. Mm. But, yeah, like, uh, Lindsay. Wait, wait, wait. Lindsay Lohan talked in a new accent? She started speaking in, like, a fucking British accent. she She just did it. A couple months ago during an interview, she was doing something. Wait, wait. Continue with Madonna, yes. and then we'll lead into so, Lindsay. Because I made no fun of Madonna because Madonna right. married Guy Ritchie. She moved to England. And it's natural for anybody to pick up phrases. You know, there are times. Right. Like, when I'm around Glenn, I say mate more. Cunt. Uh, I'll say cunt more. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, but, cunt but I, just comes but out I'm not, freely. I, but, yeah, but I don't, like, walk over and go, hello, mate. Yeah. Like, how are mm-hmm. you? 
You know, let's go throw a yeah. ship on the Bobby. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, cry again. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's like I'm still me, but I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to go have a beer. I don't say I'm going to go get a beer. Uh, I'm like, I'm going to go have a beer. You know what I mean? I, like yeah. you say these these phrases that kind of match their temperature. I mean, I've known him for ten years, and I've never decided to just start talking in Australian accent. No, so like you don't, <laughs> right? You don't yeah, get that to, should be proof You don't right get there. to just do it. Yeah, and like I, I don't say I'm going to go take a piss. I say I'm going to go have a piss. Like it's that kind of shit. They just started speaking in, in like these new fucking accents, and it's uh, someone mentioned someone else that did that too. So there was. Madonna did that. I forgot about fucking Lindsay Lohan. So someone mentioned, I don't know if you all know this, like Lady Gaga is like this classically trained pianist. Oh, yeah. She is an absolutely amazing like concert hall, like opera singer who was like, this is never going to be famous. I need <laughs> to be I'm never going to make money I need off to, this shit. Yeah, like, I need to be fucking insane and sing in this kind of weird but fun way, and then everyone's going to love it. And it was huge. So, Lindsay Lohan, because I was, cause I've heard her do so many, but her main one she does is a Turkish accent. What? But then, what? She lived yeah. in Turkey. She lived she over there for a while. She lives in, um, she owns a uh, hotel in, is it in Turkey? Boot, no, Oh, Can you find it? a video of her talking? Yeah, in that it'll accent? be really easy. But also, just recently, she unveiled another accent. The 33 year old actress oh. greeted her fans from Australia in an Instagram video, and she uses an Australian accent. Fucking oh, psycho. Did dude. she live in Australia for 15 years? No. Hello, she's this never is Lindsay Lohan. Um, yeah. I'm going to go have a piss. <laughs> yeah. It's just, and, but her main one, I've heard also her do, she said she's done South African. She's done a bunch. Psycho. I mean, she, it's, it's psycho. And, then, and then she never addresses it. Like it might change again. She might use it for a little bit and then she'll change to something else. And she, and she, she shit. She moves on with it. Yeah. Do you remember a couple of years ago when she tried to take that child from their mother because the, she on the, yeah. on the streets and it was all videotaped yeah. and in there she has an actually like come with me come with me darling and it's just this weird accent and this lady is like this is my child and she's like no you're being trafficked and this lady's like this is my child you're being trafficked and this and like they had yeah, to call by you bitch yeah they had to call the police because Lindsay lohan fixated on this girl and thought she was being trafficked and Lindsay lohan videotaped the whole thing and she has this weird fucking accent i don't even know what the accent is it's, it's not where she she is it's not yeah. it's weird and the mom are they at least good no god of course no they're she's bad not, they're terrible like, versions of the fucking madonna not, i would listen madonna's i wouldn't hate her she's not even a good actress. i wouldn't hate her as much as if the accents were good if the yeah. accents were good i'd be like maybe she's just trying out different accents you know yeah. but since they're bad yeah, that's a wicked good accent maybe Lindsay. she's just maybe she's playing a fucking joke on everyone you there, know? Is well, a, so, there is a video which i'm not going to play but it, it just says that Lindsay lohan explains her different accents and i would love to know what she so, yeah. says that her then, then we'll leave everybody are. with that like go go look some of this shit up for just yourself look up Lindsay lohan accent and you'll probably find five different accents and their explanation of why they change out of all of them i'm telling you all first and foremost you need to like broaden your fucking horizons Devin, and go watch a good documentary you need to <laughs> yeah. you need to watch the sorry the fucking theranos <laughs> documentary and, and i'm gonna go watch the parasil documentary the th the theranos documentary it's called blood in blood out i think or bleed in bleed out it, as soon as it starts, it, don't even know what it's fucking called. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake! As soon as this chick starts talking, it, it makes out, me uncomfortable. It came out. I feel like October. It came out last year, uh, didn't it? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I need to educate myself on these issues. Uh, these important issues. Yeah, there fuck your 9/11 video. <laughs> when you had emotions. Watch yeah. the Paris Hilton fuck one. Fuck my emotional 9/11. Watch the yeah. Paris Hilton one. <laughs> it's called The Inventor. Become culture. Blood in Silicon Valley. Yeah, that's the one I watched. Uh, the Inventor. Yeah, that was way off from yeah, what you what said, did you bro. Say? I said blood in, blood out. That's weird. Where did you get that from? I have no idea. <laughs> so I, have, I literally have no fucking idea, but I'm going to be honest. You said That'll that. be the name of my documentary. You said that, and I was thinking in my head, I don't think that's... <laughs> that would I, be the name of my I was thinking, that's not the one I watched, yeah. and then that's the one I watched. Yeah. Yes. It would be, it'd be like Adam Sanderson, blood in, blood out. People are like, what is that for? Be like, I have no I fucking know. idea. I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> just it it's, just, it's just about Adam's just like being lonely for the rest of his yeah, life. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh Sorry, bro. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. You're not hurting yeah. my feelings. Uh, he's not, <laughs> because you know it's true. No, he's not lonely. He gets to hang out with our family, and he gets he gets to have Listen, little kids that love need, him. But you like, just need to move down here with me, 
and then we'll open you up to a whole new world. Don't do it. I'll never talk to you again. To Atlanta? He's thinking about no, it. No, she's probably right. You probably, she probably wouldn't talk to me again. I'm kind of like a... No, I would. I don't do that I to know, friends. But... Well, no, I meant me. Adam may be lonely, but he's the glue that holds this podcast together. <laughs> it's true. I'm something. You are. You're, you're, you're a lot of things. I know. I posted on Instagram today. I was very, I was very happy Good about job. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, we're gonna get. By hey, the way, but on a real note, we're gonna get a fucking uh, social media manager. It's gonna happen. Yeah, by the way, if there's anyone listening yeah. randomly to this podcast that would love to manage our social media presence, please hit us up. Please let us well, know. Please hit us up. For we're struggling. Pay? Man. We're struggling. Or is it dedicating their own time? I no, feel no, like no, no. We'll like, discuss that. I, when we'll I discuss when I go that. to jobs, I have to interview. Everybody has to interview. So if you want to do this, we're gonna give you a little bit of time and let you do it. And if you do a good job, then we can discuss compensation. Hmm. Exactly. You we're don't just, just get to go right and start making money somewhere. You got to go on an interview. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, is we're that not a how it worked at your company. job? They, you, you went there and had to prove yourself. They didn't give you a salary. During an we're not a company. During an interview, but an interview is not the same thing as actually doing the work and not getting paid to prove yourself. It'll happen fast. Oh, we're not a company. It, it'll. It's going to be pro bono then compensation once I make. All the right, decision. guys. Well, you're talking to Adam and Devin about this because I disagree yeah. with that. But you know prerequisites you have to watch all the documentaries that we've listed in this podcast. <laughs> yes that's true even though we haven't seen you all also of them. have to get know get to know all of us very well so let's do like a, an hour zoom call every week with all three of us separately so you know us well enough right. yes but all for free exactly. we're not going to pay you for any of it yes <laughs> exactly no yeah. no but for real if you have any experience managing social media yes uh, because we suck at it and we just don't do it uh, just hit us up, you know, just contact us, social Please. media, uh, listen to the intro, go back to the intro, find our podcast or our, our uh, email and our socials and just contact or us. If, yeah. Or if you, message. or if you know any of us directly, send us a text if you want to do it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very tired. Exactly. Okay. Let's wrap oh it up. Then. Yeah. I just like, I just hit me like a ton of bricks. So you're not watching the Paris Hilton tonight? No. Well. Not tonight. No. I might go home and watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm not watching Blood In, Blood Out tonight. <laughs> well, good luck, good luck finding that. Because yeah. if you Google that, who knows yeah. what you'll fucking get. You'll be like, this isn't about yeah, some right. yeah. inventor That lady. would be great. Like, the story about Paris Hilton you've never heard. Like, Blood In, Blood, blood Out. Blood In, Blood know, Out. The Paris Hilton story. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, this is Devin. This is Adam. This is Jamie.